the opportunity to grow bigger and stronger and finally do your very best work in every area of your life is here. For five straight days, we are going to dive into the core areas you need to focus on in order to grow. You want to juggle it all. I get it. But how? From laundry, dishes, groceries, eating vegetables, drinking enough water, homework, sports, early release, emails, clients, sales, giving hugs, love, kisses, screen time, wait, exercising and date night? How do you become the woman you need to be in order to get it all done? You start right here, right now, and then you grow. What do you say? Want to do this together? Then let's dive in to the five-day Ready to Grow series on the Systemize Your Life podcast. Well, here we are. It is day five of the Ready to Grow series on the Systemize Your Life podcast. I mean, there is so much incredible information inside of these five days, and I am really enjoying seeing your goals over inside of the Facebook group, what kind of habits and what kind of productivity you're looking forward to forming next year, what kind of fears you're going to overcome. There's just so much potential that you're sitting on right now. And I want to make sure that you know that you have the tools available to you to reach your goals. And there really should be no excuses. Not only is it the final day five of the five day series, but it is also the last Friday of the last month of the year, (laughs) which If any of you have been around for any amount of time, you will know that I have been doing a real life monthly recap every single month since January of 2021. And what a better way to wrap up this series than with our final recap. I am so excited. Inside of today's episode, I'm going to really break down the three big parts to being able to balance it all. There really is a key and I have the key to give over to you. Just make a copy of it and make sure that it fits your door and then it unlocks this beautiful, systemized, simple, productive, joyful, just like peaceful and fun way of living to be able to have that balance that I know you so deeply desire so that you can succeed in home and business. So we're going to talk about that and then we're going to dive into my final recap of 2022. We got a lot to cover so I'm just going to go ahead and jump in. Now like all of our monthly recaps there is Uh, the same basic format of how I digest all of this information and and do a recap of my month for you. And the fun part about what we're going to talk about right now is that this very first section of the true key to being able to balance it all is part of what we go through in my monthly recap every single month. And when I sat down to craft this episode, I realized this has been my key. This has been the key since day one. This has been what people have asked me about before 
ChelseaJoe.co and Systemize Your Life was even a thing. They didn't understand. People would ask me, I don't understand how you're doing it all. How do you make it look so easy? How are you managing to show up in all the places and have your house decorated and look well put together and your kids don't look like a hot mess and your house isn't in shambles? How are you doing it all, right? How are you balancing all of the things and how are you doing it well? And that's when I was like, oh, well, I'm doing this. And so the key, the key, not pun intended, no pun intended there, but the key to all of that really come down to these, these three things. And so what this looks like for me to be able to balance it all and all you need to do are these three things. The first is your time blocks. This is like the, the bare bones of everything that I do in my life revolves around my time blocks. And if you don't have time blocks set up or you're using an old approach to time blocking or a time blocking method that's actually scheduled based time management with just a bunch of highlighters on top of it, then you're going to, you're going to want to kind of come into our community and come into our world and learn the systemize your life way. Learn the ChelseaJoe.co method for time blocking. It's a five block method. We've got an incredible resource for you if you're new to this. And, you know, for the whole entire 2021, we did a planner audit every single Monday. I do believe those are going to be going away in 2022. If you want that kind of feedback, you can just hop inside of the academy and that is where we're going to be doing all of our coaching. And that's where we help women in the very first tier really solidify what their time blocks look like. And then what to layer inside of it. And so that is the, this is the second part is your fundamental needs. So this key that I'm giving you really has three parts, right? And the second are your fundamental needs. My fundamental needs for the whole year, well, like the past three years have been, and I'm going to tell them to you right now, my cleaning to do date night, meal planning, family fun, workouts, personal time and Sunday sit down and personal time is slash my business time. It started out as just like a side hustle and a hobby. And now it's actually become like my work block. And so there's going to be some shifts coming to my fundamental needs and to our family's fundamental needs this year. Um, because I'm in a different season now and it looks different every single day compared to what it looked like over the past several years. And I'm really looking forward to doing that. But this really is what I'm putting inside of my time blocks, along with the third thing that I'm going to be telling you. And so figuring out your fundamental needs is also something that we have a super free resource for. Like you literally don't have to do anything, but give me your email address and you have the entire workbook for free. Um, that workbook is a portion of what we teach inside of the academy. So you really get to kind of dabble in what the curriculum is like and how I go about teaching and get this squared away for yourself. Also, a really, really cool thing that just happened this year is the Horatio Printing Dream Planner. If you have one of those, has the fundamental needs, my fundamental needs inside of it. So in the pre-work with that you set up inside of your planner, 
there is the what Polly calls Polly is the owner of Horatio Printing her wheel and it's actually just a different graphic for establishing your fundamental needs and it's such a beautiful process because you really should be assessing your fundamental needs on a quarterly basis to see if you're in the same season and if they need to be adjusted and I would say that for the most part they won't need to be adjusted every quarter but maybe when you're beginning and you're still trying to get a feel for what they're even supposed to be and so inside of Polly's or the Horatio Printing Dream Planner every season so every quarter she does a seasonal refresh and so there's a space in there that she has actually put the format and the fundamental needs is there for you to assess. There's also some QR codes to a training that Polly and I did together on the fundamental needs system, which is just absolutely amazing. If you want to link to that training, you can send me um, or like pop a question inside the Facebook group. Um, and then that way we can make sure that we share that with you and anybody else that wants to watch it. But if you already have a planner, all you have to do is scan the QR code from in front of the planner. It's awesome. There's also a, a training in there on time blocking too. So you can um, get your hands on that by grabbing a 2022 dream planner. Uh, they just restocked some blush planners, which is super exciting. I got a blush one. It's absolutely beautiful. But let's talk about the third part of this key, and it's your routines. So your routine stacks that happen inside of your time blocks are really fundamental for being able to balance everything because routines are what allow you to stop putting in the line items inside of your planner. And, and honestly, there's probably, I would, I would say the majority of you that are listening right now probably aren't even writing your routines in your planner. You're just giving way to what is my schedule supposed to be? And that's why you're not able to balance everything. Um, it's just the most complicated, real, like overwhelming and convoluted thing that you could do to your brain by writing out a schedule in your paper planner every day. If you want to be able to succeed in, in doing all of the things and doing them well and not let other people down and really show up for your kids and really show up for your home and really show up for your marriage and, and really show up for you, like have time for yourself, just do these three things that I'm telling you. My routines, if you guys are curious what they are, um, and, and they've been like this for quite some time now, for years as well. I just put down a list of my top six major routines that I do on a daily basis, like almost every day of my life. Uh, I have a nighttime routine and a morning routine. I have a sensory routine and a before school routine and an after school routine. And I also have tidy cues, which are done routinely in our house throughout the day. So those are the routines. And these are the things that have really allowed me is that I normally talk about inside of our monthly recaps, but it's what has really allowed me to be able to succeed 
month after month after month after month. So on that note, <laughs> that gives you a lot of homework. Yes, and doodly deed it does. You're going to have to get your routine squared away. You're going to have to 100% get your time blocks dialed in. And you're also going to have to figure out what your fundamental needs are. And within all of those things, you should have systems in every single layer of that. And so if that overwhelms you and you want support on that, obviously, you know that you can get that um, from our community. And you can go to chelseajoe.co backslash academy to find out more details about how you can become a part of our community. And you can also pop a question over inside of the free Facebook group to be able to get the support that you want there on that. Because it really is such a game changer. Um, And right now we're sitting at about like 80%, somewhere right around in there of every single person that comes into our Facebook group. That is their answer for what their biggest struggle is right now is they want to figure out how to balance it all. And, you know, we're not even going to talk about the conversation of, oh, what is balance? There's no such thing as balance. It's never going to be even like you guys get what I'm saying. You know, it's not it's not ever going to be this perfect, pretty picture. Like it does not look like that. Go back and listen to all of my monthly recaps. It doesn't look like that at all. And I've been very candid about that for a super strategic reason. I want you guys to know that having systems in your life and being productive as a work from home mom, as a busy woman that's trying to, to juggle it all, doesn't always look like balance. But I truly do feel like I'm showing up in every single area of my life and I'm doing my best work. And to me, that is balance, right? So now let's get into the fun stuff. I mean, that's all, that's fun. But you guys, let's talk about the final recap for 2022. I mean, for 2021. Oh my goodness. I don't know how many times I've said last year and this year, the number over and over and over again. I'm pretty sure like at a speaking thing that I did not long ago, I said 2020. Like, I don't know what's happening. It's like this weird time warp. How is it already 2022? And that is the most complicated tongue twister word I've ever had to say. I think it's like a couple words or maybe it's just two words, 20, 22. Maybe I should slow down when I'm saying it. I just have so much to pack into this episode. Let's dive in to the final, the last Friday of the last month of the whole entire year. It's so funny that I say whole entire. We used to make fun of Frankie or Bailey so much because she would say whole entire and Frankie too, whole entire. It's either the whole thing or it's the entire thing. But we're talking about the whole entire thing here, friends. (laughs) We're talking about all of it. What does this look like? You guys, big picture, real big picture. There's two parts to this. We're going to talk about what I had to give up to reach my goals because that's absolutely necessary for you to know and for you to assess when you look at everything that we've talked about in the ready to grow series and you've been looking forward and looking forward and looking forward and you're thinking about 2022 so much you have to pause for a moment and look at what was 2021 like like and what did you have to give up to be able to get where you are right now because you don't ever just get something without giving something and every single time you look at somebody and you think about everything that they have and you start to compare and you start to feel insecure or jealous or envy or covet what they have, you have to remember that they're giving up things and they're sacrificing things that maybe you necessarily don't want to give up and you don't want to sacrifice and vice versa, 
right? Maybe there's things that you really want out there, but you just haven't learned what you need to let go of and what you need to sacrifice in order to make it happen. So let's dive into the four big buckets, right? We talk about my home, my business, my marriage, and my motherhood. And you're going to sit down and you're going to analyze these in your own life as well. Talk about what really happened. I will just say this has been an amazing year. Like far exceeded my expectations. I put some seriously lofty goals down on paper last year that (laughs) I don't even know. I don't even know. I went from, I just, I went from hardly even thinking that I had a chance to, wow, you know, and there's a lot of reasons why that happened. There's a lot of reasons why it can also happen to you. And uh, it's just such a beautiful process to be able to sit down and look at your goals and say, this is what I really wanted to shoot for. And this is where I actually landed. And now how am I going to reassess and what am I going to do the next year? So in my home, this has been really, really fun. I will say that the biggest shift, the biggest goal that I reached this year, some of them were just what might seem like small things to you, but were actually really big to me, is that we stuck to our zone cleaning probably 90% of the time. Definitely if we had 90% means 9 out of 10 in my mind, right? Is that right? (laughs) I think so. (laughs) It is. You know, it's so funny. Do you guys know that I literally have the opportunity to edit anything out of a podcast, but I'm just like, whatever, this is totally me. And it's, it's just been one of those weeks. Um, not that that would matter anyway. I still, I don't have fast math facts in my head. I have really great calculator skills. I was really good at algebra too. That was like my favorite class in high school. I was teacher's pet, I think is probably why I liked it. Oh my gosh. So 90% of the time we stuck to our zone cleaning, which is like amazing. Would you be so proud of yourself if you stuck to cleaning your house 90% of the time on your own without a house cleaner? Like, heck yeah. We didn't live with dirty toilets or dirty showers or dirty floors or dirty vanities or mirrors or cupboards or kitchen sinks or anything like for most of the year, which is so amazing. Like I'm really excited about that. I also was able to get my legacy statement put up over our dining table, which took me way longer than Blaine wanted it to, but I, I got her done. I got her done before Christmas, (laughs) which is like the end of the year. But it seriously took me forever because I hand lettered this in our entire legacy statement, um, which we teach in tier four, the systemize your marriage um, portion of the academy. And it's just such a it's it's so cool. Blaine's so proud. The girls, when someone comes over, they tell people, hey, did you see what my mom wrote? And it's just going to be the most incredible thing for our family. So I'm super excited about that. And then um last but not least, had a massive shift in home buying. Um, just my heart has been so against it. And it's just been this thing, which will lead us into marriage that Blaine and I have gone back and forth on. 
and just not agreed. And we've sat on it, and we've talked about it, and we've researched, and we've talked, and we've prayed, and we've done all the things. And just like one day, my logic didn't change, but my heart just changed. And we're really excited about buying a house this year. And um, that's something that we really have to look forward to. So um, while we're talking about things in marriage, we, Blaine and I went on, we just had a really great year. Um, you know, marriage is tough for everyone. And we had a massive change happen in his job. And obviously I've had a massive change happen in my career, which we'll talk about here in a minute, but you know, change, change brings on challenge and I'm always down for a good challenge, (laughs) but there's just all been a lot of challenges with sick kids and, you know, reintroducing Frankie back into school because we homeschooled her for two years through the pandemic. And, you know, Bailey started a new program where she's with her at the same school as her sister now because they finally opened up a Montessori program before kindergarten at her school. And they just was a lot of challenges for Blaine and I between him, you know, changing fire departments and which we've been waiting for for six years. And that, that was just a lot, you know, um, a very exciting time in our life. But we, we really stuck to it in so many ways. And here's the two big things that even though those brought on really tumultuous times between, you know, my heart and his, there was a lot of sick kids and there was, there was a lot of disconnect in a lot of ways. But being able to have systems in place, and here's the two big systems that held us together through and through and through and through. One of them is our finance system that we use, our personal budgeting system. We finally, after years of working at one system after another after another, this one didn't work, tweak it. This one didn't work, tweak it. This one didn't work, tweak it. We finally found our groove, and I'm so proud of it. I'm so excited about it. I finally got it uploaded into the Academy. Anytime I find a new system, we put we put them inside of the Academy, you know, because that's what it is. It's systemize your life. And every time we find something that really works for us, we make sure, I make sure that it gets put in there. And so that was something that really helped Blaine and I. We went, we went into Christmas for the first time in our marriage, like, overly financially prepared for Christmas. You know, when we first got married, we were joining two lives and it just was really stressful and we would overspend and we didn't have the budget that we wanted. And, and we just end up making it happen by cutting into other things. And it wasn't, it wasn't the financial stewarding that we wanted to do. And so we've just been really, really so blessed by that system And then the other one is our marriage retreat. We got to go on a marriage retreat this year that was just so, so good. I have a fun little um, Instagram reel on it. And it just gives you like, obviously like a teeny tiny snippet sneak peek into all the fun that it is. But our marriage retreats have really become something so special to us. We believe and understand the process, believe in and understand the process so much now that <laughs> even though it was still super hard and super challenging to actually get there, like Bailey May 
kicked and screamed and tried to get out the door as we left. And it was like this big ordeal. We finally got out the door. She finally stopped kicking and screaming at the door and it wasn't locked. And so I was outside of the house holding the door closed because my mother-in-law didn't have time to lock the door as we left. It was just really, really horrible. She went through this super short phase of separation anxiety and our marriage retreat just happened to fall right in the middle of it. Um, Even though she was at home and she loves her Nana, like it just was a hard moment. And then we get in the car and we left our entire workbook in the house. (laughs) Oh my gosh. If anything could go wrong, it did go wrong. It was horrible. Blaine and I were fighting like... We were just so frustrated with each other for no reason, just the, just the environment, just what it was. And so after Bailey went to bed, we, my mother-in-law put it outside and we snuck back up and we grabbed it and we got there super late and it still was so amazing. But I'm telling you all of this because our marriage grew so much this year. We're better friends. We have more fun He's so much more capable of helping me achieve my goals because of how I've systemized everything and how we've learned to communicate because we have a system for it. We understand each other in that way and we have a system. Like I can't stop saying that because that's exactly what it is. So I'm just really excited we were able to accomplish a lot together this year. Um, so let's dive into what really happened inside of my business. And then, well, actually let's talk about my motherhood. I'm going to say my business for last because it's just a, it is just a jaw dropper. It's crazy. My motherhood has been really great. And here's the biggest thing that I really achieved this year in my motherhood. There have been, there've been lows, you know, but as there always are, but they certainly have not outweighed the highs this year. Um, I was able to really learn how to have adoration for the process of just being their mom. And I, I don't know why that seems like a, like a big accomplishment to me, but just being able to sit with my children as I put them to bed and brush their hair back at night and sing songs to them and look at them in the eyes and have nowhere else in my life better to be than right there with them has been something that I've struggled with, you know, for a long time because for a lot of reasons, which we won't go there, but you know, we all struggle with different things. And for me, just being able to be present in motherhood and just sit there and be still and not have any worries just be so present in that moment was something that I really wanted to have happen this year to be able to be gentle to be able to get down on my knees to be able to do my best work as a mom and I have so much work to do in this area I really do but I've come a long long way. I've come a really long way. You know, I know that one day it's it's not going to be my season of life anymore. It's to sit 
at the edge of my daughter's bed and sing songs to them that my mother sang to me. You know, my mom doesn't sit at my bedside and sing me songs anymore. She sings to my to my kids, to her grandbabies when she has them. And so, you know, being able to embrace every part of what this season is, is my biggest accomplishment in motherhood this year. My biggest accomplishment in motherhood next year will be that I can confidently say I have 100% tackled positive parenting. I'm not there. Um, I used to be, and then I had Bailey May. (laughs) No, it's not her fault. Love her. She actually responds super well to positive parenting and love and logic. She really does so awesome. But she's a challenging little squirt. She really is. Um, And, you know, Frankie's getting older and and so learning that technique is going to be interesting. So that is what has happened um, there. And let's wrap up this incredible episode with what in the world, what in the actual earth is happening in this teeny, tiny, little 13-inch MacBook Air, my little teeny, tiny white, I say white because I love that it's white, my Yeti mic that I got off of Amazon in my closet that is right now currently full of clothes that need to be hung up and put away. Um, you know, like I've been, I've been walking the same steps from closet to sitting chair to desk office to master bed. They're all like in the same, I don't know, 12 feet of each other over and over and over and over and over again for an entire year. And the magic that has come out of that little teeny tiny tiny circle, I don't even know how many steps I've stepped in that, right, is mind-blowing. I started out my very first year in business barely scraping by into a five-figure business. And I just sat there at the end of the year last year and I was like, I want to build a six-figure business next year. That's what I want to do. And I remember people being like, wait, what? And I did it. I actually did it. Like the you guys, the scariest thing in the whole entire planet, the scariest thing in the world was setting the most unfathomable, unattainable goal possible and actually doing it. Like there's just been so much, the downloads on the podcast, the growth of the academy, the growth of the student group. I now have two people on my team, which I'm super excited to introduce our newest member of the team to you next week. That's going to be coming. We've got a lot of really fun stuff coming um, for you this new year. Some really awesome, amazing resources and just even better support, whether you're in the free community or you jump into the Systemize Your Life Academy. They're both incredible. I've been I've been blessed with a really great team and I'm super excited to lead that team and to grow our company. But more importantly, I'm so humbled to literal tears most of the time that this gets to be what I do. And the things that I've had to let go of this year, which is how we're going to wrap up this episode, because this is what we always talk about in our monthly recaps, 
the things I've had to let go of this year, first and foremost, in order to get to this big goal that I've had, (laughs) Uh, or that I did have for my business, I had to give up a career that I loved with all of my heart. I was a sign language interpreter for 15 years, and I still do interpret. I interpret in my church, and I pick up jobs now and then. Um, But the truth of the matter is, is that I feel extremely called, as called and as chosen as I knew that I was to be a sign language interpreter from about the age of 18 all the way until I was 36. Like I knew that 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 I was doing what I was supposed to be doing every day of my life. And then one day it just changed. And I'm, I, I deeply mourn that part of my life not being there anymore. I showed up on an interpreting job not long ago and I saw people that I interact with often and I just lost it. I just started crying (laughs) and I'm probably going to right now because things can just change, you know, and you have to be open. When you really say that you want something, you have to be open to letting go of other things. You just have to, you can't fit it all in. You can't make it all happen. And you're not supposed to. You're, you were never intended to do that. I'm not supposed to be the incredible interpreter that I was for those 15 years and pour into this podcast at the same time. And I know that. And that decision is hard. It's hard every day. I also had to give up a business with my mom. Like, that was brutal. You know, the whole thing was just hard. <clears throat> but the point is, is that whenever you know that you're supposed to be doing something, you've got to do it. You have to do it. And (laughs) you got to figure out what needs to be done in order to make it happen. And, And sometimes that means all the time, that means you have to let go of things. And sometimes those decisions are really, really hard. Some of the other things, I have six things that I wrote down that I had to let go of. So let's get through these quickly. Um, First, obviously, it was this career that I loved. Second was the idea of what a mom is supposed to be. Mm. That is a work in progress, but for the most part, I've let it go. For the most part, I have let go of the fact that I'm not a stay-at-home mom anymore. I have a... I, what, what am I talking about? I had a career. I literally... But, but you can see, like, in my mind, I was always trying to just be this woman that yes, I loved my career and I showed up just blazing a trail, you know, and I loved that about me. But being a mom was really my passion. And so whenever I got married to Blaine, I was able to really kind of embrace this idea of being a stay at home mom. And I didn't have to work as much. I could just pick up work here and there. And now it's like, I know that this is my passion, my dream. And it's also Blaine's passion for me to be able to do this and to do this full time. But that means that I am going to have Blaine pick the girls up from school every now and then. And he's, he's likely going to have to take them to some of their sports events and cook some of their dinners. And I'm going to have to relinquish some of the 
the stay-at-home mom traditional values and roles, sometimes to be able to have what I have with my company and with my business and with the income that we earn from the work that I do inside of my company. So the third thing that I've gotten rid of is my leisure time. I don't have a whole lot of leisure time. I don't hang out with my girlfriends very much. I don't watch TV very much. I don't read fictional books. I'm not I'm not even watching fictional stuff on TV. Actually, if I do sit down, I'm like watching a home design show because I'm obsessed with this idea of being able to do that one day and or I'm watching something about Animal Planet or Blaine and I are watching a Bigger Pockets podcast episode on YouTube like which is for real estate by the way it's Blaine's like (laughs) he geeks out on it and I'm super obsessed with it too but that's his baby and so you know I just don't I don't have a lot of leisure time my leisure time is my fundamental needs it's my date night with my husband it's my family time with my kids it's grocery shopping for really really whole food for my family it's cooking soup from scratch for my kids when they're sick like that's my leisure time now and popping in my earbuds listening to an audiobook um my morning routine and my nighttime routine that's my leisure time for me and that's something that I am okay with the fact that I gave that up I'm okay with the fact that this is what life looks like for me right now even though it's hard sometimes to think about am I a bad friend and what does this mean? And am I doing, am I making the wrong choice? Am I putting my friends off for something that is super selfish? Like all that negative talk has come into my head and it'll come into yours. But what I know is that I feel very, very convicted and very strongly about what I'm doing. And so I'm going to see it through. (laughs) So I have also had to give up a lot of comfort, a lot of money and a lot of control. And what this actually means, a lot of comfort is I've gone out of my comfort zone far too many times and I basically have wanted to like throw up every single time I do something big. Like I'm doing really, really scary things in my business and I'm doing really, really hard things (laughs) in my marriage. Like I'm doing really hard things with my kids. Like I get this little seed in my rib cage that burns whenever I have to keep my mouth shut instead of saying something that I know I shouldn't say like you guys I'm really pushing myself out of my comfort zone in a lot of ways specifically in my business right all these things that I've talked about were not comfortable yeah and I've given up a lot of money meaning I have invested a lot of money to learn how to do the things that I want to learn how to do. The whole like DIY duct tape method is really fun with an antique piece of furniture. It's really cool with arts and crafts. But when it comes to something that you are putting all of your time and energy into and you're asking your husband to watch your children for you or a babysitter, like you need to be really strategic about what you're doing there so you're not wasting time. And so I've just put a lot of money. I've had to let go of a lot of money. I've had to invest and spend money on things that scared me. They were super risky. And uh, this whole control thing, (laughs) I've had to give up a lot of control. Handing over a huge portion of my business is me giving giving up a lot of control. Having 
um, an executive assistant with me and now having a student success assistant, like we, I have to just trust other people. I have to trust Blaine to load the dishwasher. (laughs) If he listens to yesterday's episode, you'll know why that's funny. Um, but truly, you know, you have to begin to trust other people. We had to trust our my mother-in-law to watch the kids for two nights so that we could have a marriage retreat. You know, it's just giving up control over every aspect of your life is the most freeing thing in the world. So I hope that you do it. I also hope that you had the most amazing 2021. And I hope that 2022 is even better for you. I'm really really excited that you want to have this podcast a part of your life. I hope that you take the time to leave a review or even better, share a link to an episode that you love with a friend. Get your friends in our community so that you can talk about systems together. That would make me so unbelievably excited to show up to this podcast And I'll be honest, it is what makes me excited to show up to this podcast. Every single week, we gain hundreds of new followers. And it's because you're telling your friends about it. It's because you're sharing it. You're sending links. You're downloading them on your own. And it is absolutely amazing. I can't believe I'm about to wrap up the last podcast episode for this entire year, but I'm going to do it. As always, it's been super fun hanging out with you from behind my mic. And until next year, I will be seeing you over inside of the Facebook group.